Welcome back to the Market 2 Online podcast, where we help new and not-so-new creators reimagine their online strategies and finally live the life of their dreams. Welcome back, friends. In last week's episode, we talked a lot about the welcome email. And that was episode number two of the series. If you haven't listened to that episode or even the first episode, Email Basics 101, you should immediately stop listening to this episode and go back and listen to the missing ones first. Why? Well, you must have a good understanding of the subject. So as it becomes more complicated, you won't still be struggling with the earlier information. And it is going to get complicated. That is why I broke it up into manageable episodes. So let's get busy. We should all by now know that communicating with your people is important. But more importantly is how you communicate. If a single word said at the wrong time or in the wrong way can cause a rift in a marriage or between significant others, the same is true with relationship building emails. So what kind of a relationship are you trying to nurture? I guess it really depends on what business you are in, what product or service you sell, and how you intend to help your people. Truthfully, I cannot tell you exactly how to write these emails as easily as we did with the welcome email, but I can give you some guiding principles that will allow you to develop your true voice. The first thing you should do is this. Well, don't treat this exercise like an English class essay that needs to be written using proper English, unless this is a business-to-business operation, but even then, you can still use a lot of conversational language. For the rest of us, though, I'm guessing you and I are serving other people just like you and me And as a people, we prefer conversational English, like we're doing now. The second thing, try to limit using I in your conversation. People want to hear you talk more about them. They want to know you understand their problem, and if there is a solution, how you can solve it for them. The third thing. And this is critical. There needs to be some push and pull in your emails. This is when you start opening and closing loops. You may be asking yourself, what are loops? And what do you mean by opening and closing loops? This is something we're going to refer to as the open loop technique. The open loop technique is a copywriting trick where you start to tell a story in your email, but you never close it with a satisfactory ending. You see this a lot in TV and in movies. You know, something exciting is happening. You're getting excited too. Then they cut to a commercial, or even worse yet, the episode ends. You have to tune in next week. Or even worse, It's a series, and you're at the end of the season. You may have to wait for months to get closure. Anyone remember Breaking Bad? 
or Game of Thrones. But you will be there to catch up again once it is time for the next episode, season, or for our friends, email. It works because our brains are hardwired to seek out the information we desire. And remember, these are just stories. Nothing more and not all that complicated. Pretend that you're writing your emails to a good friend of yours. You wouldn't be delivering a lot of boring conversation, right? Heck no. When it comes to a story, you're letting your buddy get all the juicy details. But not too much, that is. When you open a loop, when you start telling your story, you create momentum that carries a reader, your friend, through the page or the written word. But as you might imagine, you can't just open loops. You need to close them to provide a payoff as well. You know when you finally deliver the good stuff. Skillfully created setups and payoffs help you develop the push and pull you want your reader to go through, similar to giving them some of the satisfaction we all get from watching a well-plotted action movie. These setups create open loops that will keep your audience itching to find out what happens in the end. A need-to-know phenomenon called the Zagaric Effect by Psychologists. Keeping it as simple as possible, the Zagaric Effect means that we hold things in our short-term memories that lack closure. For example, waiters can easily remember the orders of the tables they're serving until the food comes out, that is, at which point retention and recall diminishes greatly. So, when you use the setup and payoff structure of your open loop, your audience is driven to keep going with you. And that's what you want, right? The setup and subsequent payoff of an open loop are incredibly satisfying. But what is even more satisfying is when you open a loop and you don't close it in the same email. You wait to give the rest of the information. Meaning, unless you have to, don't close the loop until the next email I've even seen it where you can have more than one loop open in an email. And in that case, you may want to close one of them to give some initial satisfaction. Also, in your closing PS, you can use it to grab your reader's attention as well. You can mention something important and say you'll give them all the details in the following email. This gives them something to look forward to. And they now have a reason to keep opening your emails. But hopefully, this isn't the only reason they open your emails. But if it is, at least in the beginning, hopefully your storytelling and the opening and closing of loops will keep them satisfied until they get used to your way of communicating. And eventually, you want your readers to feel as if they're reading something from a close friend. 
This is how you're building a relationship with readers. Communicate with your readers in a meaningful way using stories and other interesting information that only you can deliver. These relationship building emails are not something to do for a while and then you think that is enough. No, no, no. You're in there for the long haul. Even once you finish up your initial initial nurture sequence, you will be continuing to communicate with your people with broadcast emails. The broadcast emails, those are emails you send out manually. Many smart marketers build into their nurture sequence the idea that they will continue to follow up with a newsletter that may be published every week, two weeks, or monthly. Heck, I even know some marketers that email every day. Not recommending it, just saying. But depending upon your audience, you can have a wide variety of schedules. But no matter what, you'll want to keep up your communication with your list forever. You know the saying, out of sight, out of mind. Don't let that happen to you. Well, I hope you received some good information from today's podcast. Next week is where we start having fun. It's all about one email. We call it the bridge email. You may be wondering what that bridge email is. Well, you'll find out all about it next week. See you then. No matter if you are new to online marketing or a struggling veteran, keep coming back, where you will learn how to develop your online strategies so you can achieve the success you desire. And hey, if you've not done so, please click on the subscribe button or inside the podcast app you're using, click follow, so you'll not miss even one exciting episode. And while you're at it, why not go to market2online.com and see what resources we have available. You've been listening to the Market 2 Online podcast, where we help new and not-so-new creators reimagine their online strategies and finally live the life of their dreams. Thanks for listening.